0: Notre Dame Federal Credit Union has been serving the Notre Dame community for more than 80 years. Get a debit or credit card from Notre Dame FCU. Take a little bit of Notre Dame with you wherever you go. Member O not-for-profit banking is the way to go. you raise share values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Angel DiCarlo, Kevin Downey back with you here. Ilya Glassman chiming in as well throughout the show. But right now it's time for our Focus on Faith interview with Rocky Boyman, former Notre Dame linebacker and captain of the t- 2001 Notre Dame team. Spent eight seasons in the NFL, winning a Super Bowl with the Colts. Cincinnati native, he lives and raises his family in his hometown, hosts a daily radio show there in Cincinnati, Cincy, and is an ESPN college football analyst. He knows the mood in Cincinnati uh, about today's game Brian Kelly and Marcus Freeman. We also discuss his days at Notre Dame, a great story uh, about how he almost quit football uh, before winning a Super Bowl. And then also we discuss, of course, his faith because it is the Focus on Faith interview here with former Notre Dame captain Rocky Boyman. All right, Rock, just give us the mood in Cincinnati this week. Uh, obviously a top 10 showdown. It's a pro town. But is there is there a lot of buzz for Notre Dame Cincinnati in the top 10 matchup, especially with Brian Kelly and Marcus Freeman and all those intangibles around it?
1: Yeah, Angelo, it's a great question, and thanks for having me. Uh, no, there's certainly palpable buzz here in Cincinnati. As you mentioned, it's definitely a Reds and Bengals town. But within the last couple years, you know, see in the success that they have had, you know, double-digit wins, I think the last four seasons, um, has really put the Bearcats on the map. And also, to be honest, um, with the, uh, the lack of winning from the Reds and the Bengals over the years, this town is just – starved for some sort of positive news some sort of team to get behind and right now it's the Bearcats and as you mentioned just the fact with Brian Kelly's you know relationship with UC and then of course Marcus Freeman um, it's definitely shaping up to be a a huge huge game and something that uh, a lot a lot of fans are talking about.
0: All right, we'll talk about maybe the game itself a little bit more at the 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 back end, but I did want to ask you about Brian Kelly becoming Notre Dame's all time wins leader uh, last week. What's his reputation like in Cincinnati at the moment? Obviously, I understand there was you know there was bad blood in maybe the way he handled the departure when he first left. Has that dissolved? Are people like on good terms? Like they 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 view him favorably again, or what what kind of is the mood of the town in in terms of Brian Kelly? It's an interesting
1: question because I, I do feel that there's a lot of just hardcore UC fans that will never forget um, their, you know, how Brian Kelly left and their, their you know, their, their thoughts on that. From my perspective, th- there's never a good way to leave a program. When do you do it? When do you not do that? And, and I always ask people if your absolute dream job, the job you've been dreaming about since you were very, very little, came up. Would you not take that job? Of course you would. And and just how the semantics of how the seasons and signing periods and all that work, there's no easy way to do it. I don't think it was a fault of Brian Kelly. Maybe he should have, could he have done some things differently? Yes, but um, I, I think some fans have kind of let it go, but your hardcore Bearcat fans that still really, really sticks in their crawl.
0: What are your impressions as a Notre Dame alum, a former captain on the football team, of the job that Brian Kelly has done in, in, in his time to now pass Newt Rockney? which seems, obviously, as he said, he hasn't won those national championships, but to pass Newt Rockney seems like that would not have never have happened.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've been very happy with the job Brian Kelly's done. And, and I know about the futility in the playoff and against top 10 teams and, and all that. And, and I always get the question, Angelo, why, why can't, why isn't Notre Dame better? Why, why can't they break through? And, and I always answer with, to me, it's, it's amazing that they're as good as they are. I mean, you're talking about a school that's geographically isolated. It's cold. You actually have to go to class. Um, you know, every school is on TV anymore. So Notre Dame doesn't have that working for them. So there, there's a, it's hard at Notre Dame. You, you live up there, you know what it's all about. So the fact that they're still in the playoff conversation, if not in the playoff every year, I, I think is, is, is tremendous. And as far as Brian Kelly goes, okay. are is there maybe a better coach out there? Maybe, but, but who name a person right now not named Urban Meyer, that you would guarantee you bet your life that would come in and do a better job under the circumstances with all the things that Brian Kelly has to deal with. I don't know the name of that coach, someone you could guarantee would do a better job.
0: Um, So with all that said, I, I think he's doing a good job. Rocky Boyman joining us here, former Notre Dame captain and linebacker, now an ESPN analyst and host his daily radio show there in Cincinnati, his hometown. Rocca, let's just talk about you growing up in Cincinnati and, and your experiences in life and what was it like being a, a Cincinnati boy and, and now being back at home and, and being able to you know have your own radio show there, live there, and grow your family in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, Cincinnati is is a great town, uh, you know, especially just kind of the surrounding uh, suburban areas of it. And uh, it, it's a, it's a Catholic town. It's a Notre Dame town, you know, which is a, a big reason why uh, I told my second grade teacher that uh, I wanted to go to Notre Dame and I wanted to be a captain and I want to play football. Notre Dame definitely means something here in Cincinnati. I'm honored to have grown up here and now be back here and, and raising my family and, and doing my thing after I retired from the NFL and, you know, to work on the local local radio stations, 700 WLW, if you've lived or been around Cincinnati, you know that that's a that's a huge station. Um, and to grow up listening to that station
0: and, and now have a drive time slot on it uh, Monday through Friday, three to six, is, is pretty cool. You mentioned Brian Kelly got his dream job in Notre Dame and you kind of just hinted at Notre Dame was your dream school. Is that is that fair to say? And And, and why was that?
1: I don't know. I I think, again, I think just the fact that, um, you know, my dad was Catholic and growing up Notre Dame is is a Catholic town and, and he liked Notre Dame. So I was watching Notre Dame games when I was little and, you know, and you know, so obviously it's hard to not get hooked on, on Notre Dame when you're seeing the success. I mean, think, I mean, keep in mind at eight years old, a very impressionable age, is when Notre Dame won. It's a uh, national championship, you know. So my God, well, that's perfect timing for a for a guy like me and who also grew up, uh, you know, loving all the the legends and Newt Rockney and the Four Horsemen and and all these sort of things and era Parcegan. So I, I mean, I, I I dove into it uh, head first at an early age, and then yeah, to to be able to to go there and when when Bob Davie offered me a scholarship um, this summer going into my senior year, um, it was a dream come true, no question. Eight-year-old Rocky Boyman, who is his uh favorite guy? Oh, uh, you gotta be a Chris Zorch here. Chris Zorch or Michael Stonebreaker. I mean, come on, like Michael Stonebreaker, if you're a linebacker or defensive guy like I was, how do you not like Michael Stonebreaker, right? So, you know, some of those guys in those uh you know late eighties, early nineties teams uh are legendary. I remember when I got to meet Chris Zorch, it was like my you know I died and gone to heaven. You know, he and I are speaking at like a Notre Dame club of Chicago event. And I'm like, I I just am like, this is the greatest thing in the world. I'm sitting and he's probably like laughing because I'm geeking out over here. But uh, but it was cool.
0: You know, during that age range as as a young kid, you you mentioned your dad's Catholic and then you eventually uh, go through the RCIA program to become Catholic. What was that experience like for you, Rocky, uh, going through that program and becoming Catholic?
1: Yeah, it was it was it was great because you know I'd kind of grown I I didn't grow up Catholic uh, from from youth um, but one of the things to be honest Angelo it was it was very important to my grandfather my dad's dad and and I'll never my dad always would tell me he said your your grandpa would always tell me look I'm not going to tell you how to raise your son you're going to do whatever you do but I I would I really would love for you to raise him Catholic and it didn't happen early on for whatever reason but um, at some point it was almost like him as a son kind of, um, fulfilling his father's wish, right. And kind of encouraging me to do it. And then, you know, I went to a, a public school first through sixth grade, but I knew I wanted to go to St. Xavier high school, which is a, bi- a big Catholic school here in town. And, um, so my parents thought it'd be a good idea to start getting, you know, getting into that world a little bit. And then, uh, so I went to uh, St. James for seventh and eighth grade uh, here in town and then, uh, got, got in the RCI program and got, uh, got all three sacraments there on the Easter vigil night, which was pretty cool. We got to learn a lot about the church and the, and the religion and everything. And, um, I think it's been great.
0: Those Easter vigils are really long. Uh, long, how- it's
1: a long one, man. Two hours or more. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, uh, what was the experience being able to, to be a part of that and, you know, be one of the focal points of it, right. Get, getting all the, the sacraments at one time, uh, during the Easter vigil mass.
1: Yeah, it was cool because, you know, the whole church is there and there's only like, you know, five or six or seven people that are going through it. and it's like everyone's watching you and you know everyone's happy for you and it's kind of like you're, you're excited because you're, you're becoming a part of the club officially, you know, you know what I mean so uh, it was neat and to me I'm a, a guy that likes to live his life by structure. And, you know, some churches are and nothing against any of them. And they're kind of loose and doing all this and that. But I like kind of things being, having some order to it, having some structure. And we say this prayer at this time and that prayer at that time, uh, structure is what is I think, uh, in general, has helped me to have some success in my life, and and I like that about the church.
0: Rocky Boyman, former Notre Dame captain, joining us here on our Focus on Faith interview on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. You know, obviously, you had a great career at Notre Dame before you head off to the NFL, but what are the things that stick out in your mind about your days at Notre Dame that you still cherish to this day? My junior
1: year, we played uh, Nebraska at home. You might remember that game. I think that was like a one-versus-two matchup. And so it was a huge game, you know. Eric, you know, Frank Solich, Eric Crouch coming in. And I'll never forget warming up for the game. And Jeff Fain, who was one of my good friends, comes in. He'd already been out in the field. He goes, Rock, the whole stadium is red. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, there's a lot of Nebraska fans in the stadium. I was like, okay. And I remember going out there. And then obviously by the time the game started, the whole place was packed. And and we had a game. We, you know, And I had a, it's kind of my, game where I kind of arrived I had a couple of sacks and, and and played a pretty good game we wound up losing that game in overtime which which was absolutely crushing to me absolutely crushing I really wanted to win that game but that, that was like a you know I felt like I was a part of a big game in Notre Dame history you know what I mean all those games I looked up to and, and and watched all my career I felt like I, I got to actually to play in one of these big Notre Dame games so uh you know, we had two good years when I was there, two bad years when I was there and fighting through some of the adversity with that. But uh, it was it's a tough place. No, Notre Dame was a tough place. It's not for everybody. And there's certainly things that you look around, boy, things would be easier if I'd gone here, gone there. But I don't regret the decision one bit because I think at the end of the day, it, it helped make a man out of me. And I'm very, very proud and thankful I got the opportunity.
0: Obviously, you had a pretty good career in the NFL, eight years, and one of those, obviously, a Super Bowl with the Colts. You got to ask about it. You know, just going through that, have that opportunity to win a Super Bowl, be a part of that. What was that experience like?
1: Well, I, I got to tell you, it's, it's it's kind of a, a long story because if in my 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 2006 year was a one of the craziest. Um, worst yet most fulfilling years of my life. So I was done with my fourth year with the Tennessee Titans. I was a free agent, and long story short, I wanted to sign with the Dallas Cowboys, a, a three-year deal. I'm going to go play for America's team. Well, for various reasons, it didn't work out. So long story short, I got cut, and I remember us being absolutely devastated. And and I was in my head, I was like, I'm done, man. I, I just forget this. I'm, I, you know, I was embarrassed. I was sad I was you know the whole thing and I'm and you know at that particular moment I was just like I, I don't want to do this anymore I'm kind of done with this and I remember calling my my parents who had been there through my athletic journey my entire life and I remember talking to my dad and he said look you know if you want to come home come on home no no problem he said but I just don't think you're done and uh, it kind of pepped me up and we kind of thought about it prayed about it a little bit and Then uh, I got three phone calls. I got a call from Jeff Fisher, who was my former coach of the Titans, said, we'd love to have you back. I got a call from a guy named Nick Saban, who was the coach of the Miami Dolphins at the time. And he said, I would love to have you in Miami. And then I got a call from Tony Dungy. And uh, and he said, we'd love to have you here. And at the time, Indianapolis being very close to Cincinnati, that that appealed to me. Uh, Also, playing football with Peyton Manning appealed to me. (laughs) Uh, So... uh, uh, long and boom I shot up there literally that that next morning hit the ground running and uh, contributed on that team I started I think you know, I don't know three or four games um, was a major contributor on special teams and, and won a Super Bowl so the again the the lesson there is man you never know it's about perseverance and you never know what's going to lie on the other side of that door and I mean how sick would I be if you and I were talking right now Angelo and I said yeah I had a really nice four-year NFL career and I got cut by the Cowboys and I
0: just decided that man it it was done for me. Former Notre Dame captain and football player Rocky Boyman joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Rocky I imagine that's uh, one of the topics you probably talk about in depth in in your new book Rocky's Rules.
1: Yeah absolutely yes my book uh, Rocky's Rules it's um, the subtitle is a playbook for becoming your best in challenging times And, and as I said earlier I'm a very principled, structured kind of guy, and I, I think there's certain ways you should live your life, I and mean, there's, there's certain ways I should live my life, and and what's important to me, and and kind of reasons why I've been able to accomplish a few things, and so over the years I would always think about what what are the the principles that are important to me, you know what what matters to me, and I would for years I would send myself text messages or emails or voice things, and, and you look around and I got like pages and pages of just just stuff right stuff that I've written down and that I think this is important I don't think that's important that was kind of the genesis of the book it's 11 principles I mean the first one is uh prepare and one day your chance will come and I tell a story about uh being with a um, with the Titans and being frustrated because I wanted to be a starter and I wasn't um so I kind of let my preparation go down but then I kind of had a coach kind of kind of jolt me back into reality and get me back to being the guy that was always preparing and, and always working hard in and, and the game. It, it wound up working out a starter ahead of me, goes down. I jump in the game and wind up having a phenomenal game. And the lesson there is not just for football players, but for anybody, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that are frustrated. There's somebody above them in their corporate job or somebody above them in their sales department that they know they're better than, and they want to be, they want to be the guy um, but they're trapped right now for whatever reason. And to me, the lesson is just keep preparing, keep working because your chance will come. I, I don't, I don't, I, I be- firmly believe that your chance
0: will come. It's just a matter of what you do when you get it. The books, Rocky's rules. You can find it on Amazon. Rocky Boyman joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Rocky what are your impressions of Marcus Freeman you know obviously it's been a a little bit of a weird start at Notre Dame but certainly you know him pretty decently from his time at UC Uh, what are your impressions of what he brings to Notre Dame now as their defense coordinator
1: yeah I know uh, I know him very well Marcus is a great guy great coach phenomenal recruiter and I know early on people are saying wait what's going on with this defense but keep in mind you you got guys that got a Not just learn a new system and new terminology. They got to unlearn the stuff they've been doing for a couple of years under Clark Lee, right? So there's going to be a transition in there. I thought you started to see it last week with the generation of the turnovers and things like that. Um, What I think Marcus Freeman does best is he puts his best players in positions to make play. He he doesn't have a, hey, this is how I do defense. No, he's going to look at his squad. He's going to look at where he's, you know, who does what well and he's going to put those players in position. He's not going to just run some system because that's what he's been running his whole life. I I think he does that. Well, he puts his players in position to make plays and he does it in a way where they're not out there thinking they're out there flying around and reacting. So I I think it's certainly going to be a a great tenure for Marcus Freeman. There'll be some hiccups maybe early on, but in the long term, this is the guy, trust me.
0: Finally, how does this one play out between Notre Dame and Cincinnati? Uh, wh- where do you think this, this one heads? And, and are you, are you allowed to openly cheer for Notre Dame on your radio program or <laughs> you have to, you have to couch things? How do you, did you, did no, have to couch no, things? this week? I, Look,
1: I, I've been telling and everybody's, you know, and look, I'm a big UC fan. Cause I, as I said earlier, I want, I want success in sports in this town. We, we deserve it. We got great sports fans in Cincinnati and we haven't experienced any, In a long time, but as I've told my listeners, I I bleed gold, though, man. On this this week, I gotta be, I gotta be for the Irish. It's it's uh, it really is gonna be a great matchup. But I know I'm not saying anything that um, that nuanced here. But it's gonna come down to Notre Dame's offensive line because you know UC and my Jay Sanders, the defensive end, they got some guys that can flat bring it. And if Notre Dame can find a way to protect and run the ball a little bit, I I think they'll have a chance because I like the things. Notre Dame is doing defensively. But but I mean I just so everyone knows UC has a real squad. I mean, I I follow this team and I've followed them, seen them in person for probably seven years. They they go, they do their training camp literally not 10 minutes from my house. And so you go all the way back to the Tommy Tuberville days at UC and what that team looked like just from the bodies and and just how things were being run to what it is now, what I saw before the season. This is a real legitimate power five looking team. I'm talking about just the, the guys they've recruited and the athletes and things like that. So it's going to be a tough test for Notre Dame. It really is. I'm rooting for my guy, Michael Mayer. He's a local guy from Northern Kentucky. He's got to have a huge game. And I know UC is going to make it priority number one to take him out of the game. If they got to double him, they got to do whatever they got to do. They're going to make sure that Michael Mayer does not beat them. So somebody else on that team is going to have to step up. And I think that's going to be the difference.
0: Rocky, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Enjoy. Well, you won't even get to watch the game, but uh, enjoy maybe watching it on replay later on after whatever game you're doing. No,
1: I'll I'll actually get to watch it. My game tonight is uh, it's uh, Eastern Washington. So I'm I'm like a 10 30 PM game. So I got all morning to watch it. So, so this is great, but Angela, I really appreciate uh, you having me on, man. Thank you so much.
0: All right, that's former Notre Dame captain Rocky Boyman joining us here. Uh, Great insight in every aspect. Uh, What are some of the highlights for you, Kevin? Well, obviously the faith component, the
2: RCA, that was neat. The um, perseverance story, you know, being close to being out of it. I guess I didn't realize he had such a good uh, run in the NFL. The the one – thing for me just personally remembering rocky boyman when i was a young coach i was really fortunate i got a chance to work at the Nordane football camp with a lot of good young coaches but under bob davey literally our prototype was hey, let's find another rocky boyman type stand up outside <laughs> linebacker you know these are the attributes and i remember there was a a coach that brought his uh his son over from iowa and he was this big Muscular, redheaded kid, and he was like, "No, this is it. This is it." I'm like, "Well, okay." I, I didn't realize Rocky had so much, um, of the defensive back in his his uh, past because he was, you know, he was such a stout run defender. But yeah, it was just neat. Um, I, again, I love Cincinnati. I go there all the time.
0: And guys named Rocky, you can't really beat that for a football name. That's true. That 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 is generally. And I thought his insight about uh, you, you've kind of been like, ah, I don't know who Cincinnati's played, and Rocky's pointing yeah? out, hey, they're legit, everybody. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The Golden Rule. When you schedule a financial checkup with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our people will be helpful and honest and kind. They will look for ways to save you money. And when your checkup is complete, they will send $150 to Redeemer Radio. For more info, visit Notre slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.